0: Hey, hi, hello, it's the HBO Boys. I stole that from Ryan. We're finishing up Division. It's uh, episode 9. It's entitled The Series Finale, which is very cool, cool, meta-meta.
1: Yeah, and it, it, it's also confirmation that the show is not continuing.
0: No, and no secret bonus 10th episode. They can still pull that shit. There's still time. There's time until next Friday.
1: They could have an episode <laughs> next week and call it the reunion episode.
0: Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm James, and here uh, with us is just Chad. Uh, Ryan could not join us this week, because he has a very uh, painful and embarrassing injury.
1: Uh, right, so, I, so you he's have just with. Chad today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when this episode first came out, I watched it straight away. I, I watched it the instant it dropped, because of the time zone I'm in. That's an easy thing for me to do. And the first thing I did was like message Ryan and be like, I didn't like it. I thought it was bad. And then his response was uh, to be like, "Ooh!" but apparently he (laughs) liked it and you liked it. So that's okay. People can disagree.
1: Yeah, people can disagree.
0: I I agree. So I thought, why don't we just do a recap to start out with? Because it is a pretty straightforward episode, actually. Um,
1: Right. There's not too much. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead.
0: So it picks up where episode 8 left off, Agatha is, like, attacking Wanda, and she's got the kids held hostage. And basically, uh, Wanda can't shoot her magic bolts at Agatha because Agatha is, like, a magic-draining witch. Which I think, so far up in the MCU, like, mostly Wanda, like, throws shit around and throws people around, right? She doesn't usually... This is, like, the first time the magic bolts have become prominent for her.
1: Magic punch attack.
0: Magic missile.
1: Magic missile, if you will, yeah. Well, that was obvious. I should have picked that one up.
0: (laughs) So the magic missile doesn't work, so she's like, well, I'll just do what I normally do. And she throws a car at Agatha, which then frees the kids, and she tells the kids to go hide. We get another going nowhere Wizard of Oz reference, where, like, (laughs) Agatha's boots are under the car, but... That doesn't really mean anything. It's just lampshading the Wizard of Oz. Remember the Wizard of Oz? He's a a cheeky reference.
1: Right, right. Just just a quick little chuckle before the story continues.
0: Then, and and this is what the internet is calling him, The Vision, who is the colorless robot Vision shows up. And Wanda's, like, you know, touched. She's like, oh my god, it's you. You're back to life. But then he begins crushing her head uh, like the mountain.
1: There's like a cracking sound too, like it. Uh,
0: <laughs> but then she gets saved by Vision, and so that's the difference. Vision has a name, right? The Vision is like the creation of Tony Stark or whatever. You see what I mean? Like he's it's, the person with the name Vision. Like people have names, Forest and River. His no, name's I, Vision.
1: I get you. It's so, so just for my clarification, we are calling the white one the vision and Mm -hmm. we're calling the the multicolored technicolor version
0: just vision that seems to be what the fandom has decided okay good so he rescues her they kind of reunite she tries to apologize she's like sorry i hid everything from you and he's like it's fine uh it's a little too late to deal with that anyway let's let's save our own (laughs) lives so they uh, they pair off. Vision and the Vision go off to fight. Wanda and Agatha go off to fight in the town square. There's a very disturbing scene where Agatha is, like, dispelling the Hex mind control on the people in town. And, yeah. and Dot Dottie's like, hey, uh, maybe it would be fun for your show if you let my daughter out of her room, which she's been trapped in for two weeks. Like, would that be cool?
1: Right. She's, like, pleading to just like be able to, to hold her. Which is super disturbing.
0: It's very disturbing. And it's something I want to talk about uh, towards the end of the episode, too. Like, just a reminder, people, uh, these people are trapped within their own bodies. They're aware of what's going on, and it physically hurts them uh, to be in the Hex. Yeah. there's, There's at least, like, hundreds of children in the Hex as well. Yeah, so is worth this, worth is,
1: remembering. Is this the part where we where we learn like like Wanda thought that everyone was supposed to be at peace? While she thought that like
0: that they were happy here and that they liked being here because that's what that's how he she felt, I guess.
1: Right. That was the, and that was the person. She made everybody act like they were happy,
0: and everyone's like, "No, we want to leave. Like, let us go. You're a monster." And so, in response to that, Wanda does start to, like, bring down the Hex, which, uh, that causes her kids to run over and be like, Mom, help us, help us, because they start disintegrating. And, like, over in his fight, Vision starts disintegrating.
1: Right, and he flies back to try to, like, I don't know, I don't know what what he's trying to do by flying back, but he tries to fly back.
0: And that's when Agatha drops the bombshell, it's like, oh, these creations of yours, your kids, and Vision are tied to the existence with the hex so they can't exist without it
1: right well and just before this scene we see uh we see monica uh in the attic of ralph's house ralph and, and agatha's house
0: um, oh hold on when he's not ralph yet he's still pietro he's still
1: pietro right so, um, uh, so a big yeah. yeah a big f you to the fans uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's the Mandarin two point and and we talked about this in the past episode. Like, I, not really being familiar with the Mandarin prior to seeing Iron Man three, didn't have much to think about that revelation. But you, as someone who was like a fan of Marvel uh, comics and of Iron Man of the Mandarin, were very annoyed at that because they messed up what could have been like a great adaptation character. They used him instead for a goof him up, basically,
1: right. Yeah.
0: And so they've done the same here.
1: The difference is the Mandarin is coming back in the MCU. Right. At some point. (laughs) And Pietro probably, it seems like he's not.
0: In phase four, the Mandarin's coming, right? In Shang-Chi. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, The,
1: The ten rings are the ten rings that he wears on his hands. The Mandarin does.
0: So Monica has been trapped in Pietro's man cave in the attic of Agatha's house and, uh, He still has super speed. There was some throwaway line in episode eight where she's like, oh, yeah, I can use crystalline magic to hypnotize my victims, but I can't do a whole town. And then Monica realizes that, like, oh, how is she controlling you? Oh, maybe it's the glowing purple necklace. No,
1: I think that he she's that's her powers because one of her powers is that she can see um, like different light spectrums and she can see energy. I think that oh, okay. she's she's using her powers to see the magic, and that's how she she processes. has
0: detect magic item. Yes,
1: yeah. she has. She has to detect <laughs> or identify. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, and she also realizes like, oh, you're not really Pietro. You're Ralph, the guy that Agatha has been saying is her husband, her off-screen husband this whole time, uh, living in the house with her. And and he's not from X Men. <laughs> yeah. He's just a guy named Ralph Boner, as Chad said. A big middle finger to everybody who was really excited. <laughs> like,
1: really, come on! Like he didn't need to or be, or just he... you
0: know, like an, an expertly leveled troll. But yeah, having him his name be Ralph Boner. His name might as well have been like Johnny Fan Abuse. Yeah, like.
1: <laughs> Johnny Fan Abuse. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like that. Like he didn't need to be I I would have been fine if he wasn't Pietro and he was some they, they there was something else attached to him, but like he was nobody and his name was Boner.
0: And then I guess and we joked about this, yeah, one of Agatha's powers is she can give you super speed.
1: Right? So there you go. <laughs> Someone should pick up that necklace.
0: Yeah, well Agatha could have defeated Wanda with an army of guys with super speed. Should have thought about
1: that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so here uh let's 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 you know i don't have much theory crafting left in me but here is me on a lethal dose of copium uh this has been someone mentioned this on twitter and it's a very desperate uh pathetic theory that you could have if you still want to hold on to some hope here what if ralph boner not his real name That is the alias given to him in the FBI witness protection program, which he is in because he's actually a mutant from another dimension. (laughs) (laughs) How about that?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, the theory says that because he has a headshot of himself with his name on it, that like that's supposed to be him. Helping him, his himself identify as the person in witness protection, or something like that. Um, yeah, right. sure, he could be the guy from witness protection, um, but but he's not. <laughs> he's yeah, no, he's joke. not. But, but like <laughs> people, people from other dimensions have to have to be put in witness protection. Like, from who? They're from another dimension,
0: right? Well, they they left their current dimension because they witnessed a mob hit. And so they went to <laughs> it. Right, the, right. the witness protection program sent them so far away. It was to another dimension.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so just to sum that up, uh, he, he's outwitted by Monica. Uh, she, what does she knock him out? What does she do to him? Or does she just, pin no? Him to she the just rips
0: him? it off him and he, and he turns to normal and he says, I don't want to fight. Please don't hurt me. And then she just leaves. And then she goes. Yeah. So cool. yeah, very anticlimactic, uh, it' It's so transparent that the whole Evan Peters thing was just as I mentioned last time to garner social media buzz um
1: i, I will I'd like to take credit for my uh my theory that Monica had no resolution to her storyline
0: yes uh well again, the justifications for putting monica or or Fietro into the story at all very shaky in my opinion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, okay, it's fine.
0: We can I'm talk about there.
1: the Fiat ph- we can tell- yeah we can talk about the Fiattro ph- like i i I think that there was a valid reason to include the character. There was not a valid reason to throw him away the way they did
0: right <laughs> and, and and they've already done this very similar thing, like they already did the fake villain is just comedy relief in Iron Man Three. Right, very famously, everybody remembers that. They also right. already did the fake multi- multiverse thing in the very, like, in the most recent Marvel property, Spider Man Two. So they just kind—it's—it's of, it's such a re- repeat of shit they've already done. See, I That's something that was very it. lame to me. I was
1: thinking about it. The fans put the multiverse in this show. Never no, do. No, no. Never no, the do. Fans the fans were misled.
0: The the fans were misled. The Evan Peters thing is 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 basically lying to the audience
1: so you think that the creators of the show knew that uh that people were going to make multiverse speculation in this movie so they put him in in the movie to to garnish more uh social media buzz of course. Well, I don't know about the social media buzz thing, but absolutely, they
0: knew people were going to be doing multiverse. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. Because no. well, think about it: the uh, the House of M uh, storyline had nothing to do with the multiverse. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's important.
0: But that—that that was that the, that the expectation, and and Marvel's surely cognizant of this. Is that the multiverse is coming at some point? Yeah. Because now Marvel or Disney has in their possession uh the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. And it's already been the concept has been broached in Enter the Spider-Verse, which apparently there are all these like interesting industry speculations that like Sony made that movie more or less to push Disney in that direction. So that like people will become uh once oh, they start so... doing multiverse shit in the MCU, it'll give Sony to start doing a lot more license to do like multiverse shit in and their say Spider-Man. that it's a part
1: of the MCU because like they they said when Venom came out like uh they they were really ambiguous about whether or not Venom was part of the MCU. Right. So yeah, so that's their game. Their game is is to make all of the Sony movies part of the MCU.
0: But we know that like you know Kevin Feige or whatever they do everything so deliberately and they do everything so slowly and it's like they're not going to announce this multiverse shit until it is you know, most strategically viable for them, which is apparently not now, but they do want to lampshade it to get people really excited, to get people, yes, talking about its social media, more importantly, paying for Disney+. Plus, um, and, and so, yeah, it, to me, it's a cynical decision, the whole Fiatro thing. Cynical uh, to put in there, written in such a way that there was no payoff, um, and just obnoxious. More than anything. People are, you, more or less intimated in our chat, like, oh, you're just butthurt that your theories didn't come true. It's like, no, I'm just (laughs) annoyed, annoyed that I was strung along and cock-teased about, like, the (laughs) X-Men. Like, I'm a fan of the X-Men. You know, they're not all great movies. They were written and directed by a pedophile. But, like, I still like them. I like the characters in them.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking more and more now that the, uh, they're just going to scrap everything they got from Fox and just start their own.
0: Yes. I think so too.
1: And and didn't They want
0: to do it on their own terms.
1: Yeah, there's a movie coming out called The Mutants. So there that's is? when we'll that's when we'll see The Mutants. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um yeah, so so yeah, there's a movie coming out called The Mutants. Um it's not confirmed. So, I guess take that with a grain of salt, but Okay.
0: So now uh Shield is also like invading the Hex for some sword. reason. Sword
1: like, even. They don't
0: Right. <laughs> sword, <laughs> not Shield. Uh a dumb idea. Just stick with Shield, like <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well I guess Sword Sword is bad Shield now, or or was until the end of the show. But Spoiler. they're invading the Hex. Nothing nothing's happening to them uh as they come in, which why? Why suddenly aren't well you no, because she she Cause everyone, opened up,
1: uh, she up up opened up a gap in the in the wall
0: okay okay, okay so the the is is like of kind of closing at this point maybe or shrinking or something collapsing she the, um
1: yeah it's like of opening up there's like opening each of the corners there's like a like an opening like a uh like a cave entrance <laughs> um
0: so they're coming in with their guns and their tanks and, and their APCs. Meanwhile, across town, and this was this was uh, a lot of people's favorite scene. I liked it a lot, too. Vision and The Vision are fighting. Yeah. But then they also start kind of, like, talking it out. Vision's like, you know, why are you attacking me? And he's like, well, my programming directive is to kill The Vision. And he's like, well, aren't actually you The Vision? And I'm just a, a false, like, clone? Right. Like, well, well, hold up.
1: <laughs> I I require elaboration.
0: Um, and then vision does the like dispel mind control. What what D and D spell would that be? Dispel illusion.
1: Um, I mean, you could just say dispel magic at that point.
0: Right. He uses dispel magic on the vision, and and am I did I interpret this correctly? The vision gets all his memories back.
1: Sort of. Uh, He said, um, you are a carbon based cybernetic life form. Um, It's it's more difficult for them to remove your memories than you think. And then he like, like kind of opens the folder that where all the memories were saved. And yeah, so they, they were still in there. He just couldn't access them. Or
0: alternatively, perhaps this was Vision like defeating him. He like implanted the memories in him, right? It's
1: not. It could be. I mean, I guess it could be that too. That that's not how it was. It was uh, given to us. But when when he poked his head, um, his the glowy thing on his forehead of the Vision's forehead uh, glowed yellow like the Mind Stone. So mm-hmm. there's uh, there's a theory going around that um, later on we find out that Vision is the piece of the Mind Stone that uh that w- was within wanda and was like, like a collection of all of her memories of him and whatever so i think it's it's fair to accept that vision was the soul and the vision was the body and there's a okay. theory that b- we saw a vision like using mindstone stone powers there's a theory that mm-hmm. he like put some of the mindstone energy back into the vision which would be like him like returning the soul to him. And I think that he, that uh that vision, I know I'm jumping ahead, but vision at the very end kind of alludes to that too. He he has a great he end when right when he dies it was I think it was a very touching moment. Um he says uh first I was a voice with no body, then I was a synthetic body uh and then I was um a, a real living memory. I can't wait to see what i become next. I think what he what he, he knew that what he did was he he put himself into the future as like a surviving entity. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I I think that the vision for sure is going to be a big player in phase four or perhaps phase five, right?
1: He's coming back. Oh, for sure. (laughs) So yeah, after, after that conversation, he just kind of flies out of the room. And by the way, I agree with you. That was, that was my favorite part of the episode was that conversation. Um, so they make what, what's the name of the 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 uh, philosophical uh, problem that they did? It was like something oh,
0: the, the ship of of Perseus or something like that.
1: Yeah. So quickly, uh, in case you didn't get it, um, if you have a ship and you uh, as it breaks, you repair parts of it, but you keep all the old wood until eventually you've replaced every part of the ship, and then you use all the old wood and you build another ship. The, the the question that they're positing is, which one is the original ship? You know, how much of your how much pieces, of your car? Anyway. What's that? Well, yeah, interesting question. And I remember
0: you know, reading about this in, in high school or college that like at the molecular level, around every 10 or so years, none of the cells that you had in your body 10 years ago are present in your body today. Right. So like, are you are you the same person
1: that you were right? back then? Like none of your cells are the same. It's a, what is consciousness? (laughs) It's a, I mean, it's a really interesting question. And I think that that uh, was a really great way for them to end that uh, conflict Um, because they could have just made it lasers and phasing and like, you know, which vision is stronger than what, I mean, whatever. But I don't know, in the middle of this fight. I mean, you still get all your lasers and your wiggly woos when you have the two witches fighting in in the sky, you know, but this was the breakout moment of the the episode for me.
0: So then back in the city square, the kids fight sword. Um,
1: Can you say that? They had like a a 15 second moment and then it was over.
0: (laughs) uh, The super fast kid, is it? Billy or Tommy, it doesn't matter. I don't know. The Speed, Speed Kid. His name is uh, Speed. He, he goes it's... around and I don't know. He like, speeds around it and gives the sword soldiers wedgies or whatever. And uh, <laughs> afterwards, like when he comes back, he's like wearing a sword soldier's sunglasses and hat, and he looks like Evan Peters from X Men. <laughs> but again, there's no meaning to that. It's just lampshading. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hey, remember that? It's yeah. not relevant. Um, say it wouldn't be MCU formula if we didn't have lasers in the sky and so then Agatha and Wanda fly around and do lasers in the sky shit there's also like Agatha tries to use her mind control power or no Wanda tries to use her like nightmare powers on Agatha but it doesn't work
1: right and that's the first time she's used that since Ultron
0: and then they have the flying magic scene Wanda actually defeats Agatha in a pretty clever way it it it's uh she uses the magic canceling runes that Agatha told her about in the last episode
1: yeah they seven, they rather. they set us up to think it's kind of, it's really kind of funny because you you joke about this i think every every episode of the podcast it's like too, putting too much air in a balloon uh, yeah. they they kind of make <laughs> us think they're going to do that where where uh Wanda's like oh you want my power fine take it and she like just starts throwing magic at at uh Agatha and she like she right. misses and then, some time then Agatha's gonna be like oh it's too much power for me and then right. explode right? Which, right, right I think right, a lot right. of movies have ended that way
0: like, yeah. I, can't, I can't think of one off the top of my head but that's like a cliche way to defeat a villain
1: like yeah um, but but really every time like she's doing it on purpose and every time that she misses on purpose she that's when she's like creating the rune in that part of the uh of the hex. Right.
0: So a smart way for that fight to end. Right, It is funny that, like, Wanda only had to see that magic done once to be able to replicate it, so
1: her well,
0: gone so, eye is working pretty well.
1: Now, early, earlier on, um, Agatha says uh, I forget, I don't know the exact line, but she says that the Scarlet Witch requires no incantation. Um, so, like, I, I think they, they're alluding that she can kind of just uh, intuitively do these things that other people would need to study for. Hmm. Right. Okay.
0: That, that, that makes sense. So, Agatha like loses her magic and she falls back to the Earth and then um, and I thought in this scene Wanda seemed extremely villainous. She's like, now I will turn you permanently into my mind slave and I'm going to make you live out the rest of your life as the Agnes character and and there's some allusion to like the theory that you had, which is like, wait, you're gonna need me. You're gonna need a teacher, and mm-hmm. I and and Wanda's like, well, maybe so. So I'll know exactly where you are.
1: You'll be yeah. chilling
0: here, uh, undermined control and in terrible pain.
1: Presumably, yeah. I, I mean, I'm glad they didn't kill her, because I, I mean, Marvel has a real issue. Where they kill their villains, and I think you even thought that they were going to kill her. I'm glad yeah. they didn't, and and they wouldn't have said if I need you, I know where you are, if um, they weren't planning on using her for something. Um, I well, would they leaving,
0: op- leaving it open,
1: to you, right? So. Maybe, maybe they wanted to, to see uh, the reception that she got, because I could see her have Marvel have, thinking that her character could have been uh, not well received uh, potentially. You, I mean she people loved her as far as I know. I mean the Agatha right. all Long song, I I still get that stuck in my head sometimes. But yeah, I would so, say that she she ended up kind of feeling flat as a villain. Her motivations were just I want more power.
0: Right. She's just like a magic stealing witch. Right. But there is a there's a line throughout there one of, you know lines about the magic. She's like, "You're more powerful than the sorcerer supremes." Ooh. Mm. Take take that, Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> and then Wanda also takes possession of of the book of the damned, Satan's book, which is Th- like, okay, so yeah. she's going to be going off reading a book written by the devil, I'm well, sure. Well,
1: no, the book That's... is it's written by uh, uh someone called Cathan. His name it's he's got a weird name um but he in the comics is the one that that cursed Wanda as the to like be the scarlet witch in the first place so uh, okay. i mean they didn't they didn't say him they didn't call him by name or anything but the book's called the dark hold and it's supposed to contain like all the the evils of the universe or whatever so
0: the hex is rapidly collapsing they go back to their Barbie Dreamhouse um, in a pretty sad scene. Wanda and Vision say goodbye to their imaginary children. Um, Wanda gives an interesting line which I thought like, is this just supposed to be sappy? Or is there meaning behind this where she says like, thank you for choosing me to be your mom. which is yeah. like, I, I didn't really understand what that meant if it's not just a sappy line to say. If it's a sappy line to say, I get it. If there's deeper meaning to that, then I don't know. Am I supposed to do more like insane theory crafting? Like these kids are interdimensional orphans looking <laughs> for a mom.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you did, did no, take anything from that? I mean, it stood out to me, and and I, I had, I think, I had the exact same thought process that you did. Um, there's something more to them, and when we get to the, the end credit scene, what um, we can talk more about it, but throughout the show um we uh we told that like you can't bring people back to life like even agatha was like it's not something that you can do so presumably if that's true then you also can't create life so i think that maybe like she borrowed somebody from somewhere and like two mm-hmm. instead of getting one uh she got two like you know what i mean
0: yeah, I well I'm sure it'll be explained in yeah. Doctor Strange Two or something.
1: Well, and it's <laughs> gonna turn mountains. out that it was it's it's Ralph Boner. Right. It's or a, whatever it, his it's name all it been Ralph Boner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so there's a really I thought bad, stupid scene here <laughs> where one is leaving town. Uh oh and we should also say really quick, uh Haywood uh, was there in the big fight scene. Darcy crashed her car into him. She hasn't done anything for the past two episodes. She, she had one that. line in this episode. She's like, Enjoy prison, and it was very cheese. Yeah. Um,
1: um. And and one other thing. Um. After they say goodnight to the kids, they go downstairs and Wanda's turning the lights off or whatever, and then Vision comes out and they have. I, I don't know. I this that was a very touching. Goodbye.
0: Yeah, we we talked about that scene. I, I liked it too. Yeah. Um. It's interesting that like the vision is still out there
1: somewhere doing something. It's interesting that he didn't come and try to help Wanda right away.
0: I honestly, I was like, yeah, what if I were him, I would have been right there. As soon as the hex collapsed, I would have been like, Hey, but also maybe he's like, well, now it's not a good time. She's going to be pretty upset. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll I'll catch up with her on her birthday. I don't
1: want to impose on on my wife and I guess my girlfriend and her husband, which is me. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so back to what I was saying, though, there's a really bad scene uh, where she's, like, leaving town, and all the people that she mind-slaved and put into terrible pain these past two weeks are, like, giving her a dirty look, and- and- so, yeah. then <laughs> Monica, Monica's like, they don't know what you sacrificed for them, and I was just like- Wanda is not the victim here. Yeah. Like, she <laughs> tortured these people for two weeks straight. She didn't mean to do it. They don't know that part. Maybe say that before you go. Maybe be like, hey, all the bad stuff that happened to you guys. uh, An accident. My bad. Like, sorry. Here, right. let me tr- transmute some gold out of nothing for you to make up for it. Um, <laughs> but no, they give her a dirty look. She leaves without really saying anything to them. Not even like, I'm sorry. Um, but it's just, it's just... That seemed to me unnecessary and confusing. It's 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 like they want us to feel bad for Wanda. I feel bad for Wanda that she lost her husband and kids. I do not feel bad for Wanda in the context of like oh now everyone's going to judge her. Rightly so they should judge her. Yeah. she's now like a greater danger and and li- like liability than the Hulk has ever been.
1: Yeah, like. I, I think what what they've proven here is that the Sokovia Accords. Uh, were totally justified because she right. had a bad day and accidentally enslaved a town
0: and it's it's similar to a conversation I remember you and I having after like Age of Ultron came out and we're like how does Tony Stark have any credibility going forward <laughs> from this thing? <laughs> right, exactly. same, same thing with her now it's like okay well if she's not a villain then she is certainly too dangerous to be left to her own devices you know yeah if this is what she can do accidentally, as you said, because she had a very bad week, like, um what can like she Hayward do on purpose? Manipulated yeah. her into doing this, more or less. Very, not even, not much even really. On his part.
1: I, like, I think that Hayward's real objective was that, to have her just go down there and, like, just hit the on switch on Vision. That's what I think that he wanted to get out of her. I think that when when she left, he was disappointed. You know, he okay. wasn't, he wasn't like, maybe I can get her to make a fake town.
0: So, I was just thinking about this also. Agatha didn't really hurt anyone other than, like, you could argue the kids who were fake. Or she maybe she hurt, maybe Ralph Boner, who was already being mind-controlled, I assume. Maybe her mind-control hurt him as well. If Agatha had not shown up, likely this hex situation would not have been resolved this quickly, or perhaps at all. Right? Because <laughs> it was her fucking with everything that, like, woke Wanda up. What? And eventually stopped Wanda. Maybe I not. I this the real... I guess this the real hero of the story. I, I mean, <laughs> she that's saved a, that's, everyone.
1: That's a great take, but at the same time, do you don't think that Monica would have gotten through to her?
0: No, she got thrown out pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, but then she came back on her own. Okay.
0: Well, perhaps. Um, all right. And then she she puts on her sweet new Scarlet Witch outfit and flies off. And so... In a practical sense, we have returned to status quo of, like, the Vision is still alive. Uh, Maybe him and Wanda for now are, like, broken up or whatever. Um, Wanda has a cool new outfit and a power boost. Those are the long-lasting implications to the MCU, other than now, like, Monica's a new superhero.
1: Right. I just had a thought. Yeah. Ralph Boner. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that really who he is? or is that the character that wanda made him in the hex
0: well that's what yeah maybe he's actually from another dimension or he's (laughs) the what i think because his headshot the headshots that she found he's like a struggling actor named ralph boner
1: yeah but the whole town physically changed that could have been an, a headshot. That, I mean, I don't know, I'm speculating in, in a way.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I want to come up with some explanation <laughs> for him being Peter from X-Men, but he probably isn't. Probably not. We get a mid-credits scene. It's dumb. Uh, Monica speaks in private to a scroll, and she's like, Nick Fury wants to hang out with you in space in Cap in Captain Marvel too. <laughs> and Monica's like, Cool, I can't wait. And, I don't know, at this point, I was already, like, pretty annoyed by all of the Marvel formula shit. Like, what is the Marvel formula? There's a bad guy. They have the dark side version of your powers. You fight them in the sky. Uh, everything is sent back to square one. Then there's the mid credit scene where they set up some other movie. Maybe not necessarily even a movie in your franchise, but some other movie. Uh, and then there's an end credit scene with the promise of some, oh, shit, stuff in the future. So... By this scene, I was already pretty despondent. Uh, not a fan of Captain Marvel 1. I sure hope the second one's better. Monica's a better character than Carol is, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, they didn't do a good job with uh, with Carol Danvers.
0: I only know her, aside from the MCU, I read, like, Civil War 2, and I thought she was pretty cool in that, but they did not do a good job of translating that uh, into the movie. No, I think least. that halfway It was through... also just a boring movie where not a lot
1: happened. Yeah, I think that that they um, wanted to make the movie seem more. Sorry, I'm, sorry. Continue. I'm. I'm, no, I'm really no, good. Gonna... What were you gonna say? What were, no. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say I. I think that that um, part of the way through the movie, uh, they realized that Wonder Woman was going to be a great movie, or was it had just come out? I don't. I forget the timeline exactly. So then they tried to like twist back on itself and like put in music like "I'm Just a Girl," which seemed really out of place, and like they tried to like. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to, what I'm going to call now Ragnarok it, where they uh, they they're, they tried to do that with um, Suicide Squad too, where like Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy, like that style did really well. So they're trying to like back into, you know, a kind of like a trendy, cool style when it wasn't the original yeah. intention for the, these stories. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, it fell victim to that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hope the second one's better. I don't know. They should get Mark Shackman to direct it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Matt Matt Shackman. Um, so then there's the end credits scene where, I don't know, Wanda's living, I guess, like, was this rural Sokovia or something <laughs> out in the, in the wilderness by herself? And, like, her body is walking around going throughout its day. While her astral projected soul is like reading the Darkhold, she looks to be in this scene, like doing the Doctor Strange time meditation shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, she is. And actually, Doctor Strange, th- that is straight out of, out of his movie uh, where he's asleep in bed, but he's astral projected out and he's like reading from the books uh, while he's sleeping. Um, but yeah, it, it, he she did look like uh she was doing the time thing, and and in the back around while we're looking at her, you hear the voice of one of her kids saying like, "Help me, help me." So, that that you know, my theory is uh, the multiverse of madness is going to be, uh, Wanda is running around through dimensions trying to find her kids, who she's now learned by reading the dark are uh pieces of he souls does. from mephisto or something okay. just throwing it out there doesn't have to be that right but they're in another dimension and she's yeah. going this, through this
0: seems to be the what you mentioned like the inciting incident that sets up dr strange
1: yeah conflict, more or less. right exactly so she's she's breaking through dimensions trying to find her kids and she's not realizing that she's like causing havoc as she goes around so then dr strange is like well shit i gotta clean up this mess so she's kind right. of like, once again, <laughs> accidentally causing chaos. That That's what I think is going to end up being. Uh, so that,
0: th- that is the only setup to the multiverse stuff, probably. And so the multiverse shit, okay, the promise of that is coming in Doctor Strange 2. So like, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's so cynical to like tease it and pretend like it's happening in WandaVision. A show which probably could have stood on its own without... Yeah. Without having uh to use that as 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 bait a bait and switch and and it it comes back to a movie that i'll I probably will never stop talking about as long as I live the last Jedi where like <laughs> you you damage a story and this is also a problem uh with with like how. He was set up by The Force Awakens and, and the kind of quarter he was pushed into. But you damage a story by worrying too much what the theories are, trying to avoid the popular ones, you know, trying to come up with original ones. Maybe right. none of that works. You do the Ryan Johnson thing, you throw them all away, right? But when you write a story overly concerned with what the fandom is going to think or predict about it, you are most likely going to damage your own process and damage your own story. There's a famous interview with George RR Martin where he's like, yeah, fans predict my shit in advance all the time. And I don't change it because if you change it, it ruins all of the setup that you have built in already to the story. and it makes all of the clues and all of the foreshadowing you put into it suddenly very strange red herrings and there's a difference between misleading the audience as a twist and then just straight up like lying to the audience for some other reason like the Ralph Boner shit uh, and, and also to a lesser extent the Dottie shit was lying in the same way that they were like, "Oh no, Jon Snow not coming back." That was just lying. <laughs> um, uh, in in um uh, so what the fuck was that piece of shit called? In Rise of the Skywalker, <laughs> um, um, Kylo Ren being like, "Oh, I yeah, when I said your parents were nobody, I meant it uh, metaphorically." No, you didn't. You're lying. Like J.J. <laughs> Abrams is lying right now. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's again it's like maybe a lot of people don't care or they don't notice, but for the people that are paying attention, it just feels uh maybe obnoxious, annoying is the best word, like or if you're a big super fan, uh, it can be like you know, and I, I hate to use this kind of hyperbolic language, a, a slap in the face,
1: right? So so. <laughs> you know what what you're saying is all true, and it all makes sense. Um, and I think the the victim in this movie, not the victim, the cause of our victimization in this movie is a, an overabundance of context. Um, mm-hmm. We we know Fox was bought by Disney. We know that the next Doctor Strange movie is called the Multiverse of Madness. We know Wanda's going to be in the movie. So we're taking these pieces, and we're we're trying to fit them all together and create this picture, and then a character like uh, Pietro shows up, we have no choice but to try and make sense of that in this context. Um, Mm. I think that if you didn't know those things and you watched this, I think that you would be significantly less hurt by that decision. Exactly.
0: You and I might feel alienated, but you know who probably didn't? chad's mom my mom who never who, saw x-men and doesn't give a shit about any of this stuff. <laughs> right right just wants so, to see a good story and feel emotionally affected
1: like. so so um i don't know if she's seen the finale yet um i'm really excited to talk to her about it um because i want to know what she thinks because th- right. the last and, episode is and so don't you
0: diff- dare mention any of this to her because like no, why no, no. should
1: she no yeah well james happen. friend friend of the pod <laughs> my mom i mean <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you think she's not listening um but but no i am I'm, I'm really curious and and james i wanna pitch an idea to you um mm-hmm. because I think that I think that we would be good at this and I want to do it so um next week they uh, barring a mystery episode that we didn't know happened that would be, i mean sure that would be fantastic um what if we continued this this pod next week but we made it kind of like a uh <clears throat> expectations and predictions about the mcu as a whole and we can we can update it every time a show or movie ends uh Mm -hmm. and talk about how that story will affect our predictions
0: yeah that's a nice idea maybe if what you said there's like a making of special coming as well
1: yeah
0: we could talk about that we can
1: talk about that and i'll talk to my mom about the last episode of wandavision and i'll tell everybody what she thought about it (laughs) and uh i don't know when is when is falcon and bucky coming Falcon and Bucky. Uh two so, weeks very soon, right? For yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. We get one week off okay. and then we're back in. Yeah. And, in fact, the supercut the supercut for Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, mm-hmm. uh under um what's it called? Uh, Legends, Marvel Legends. I think they yeah. were released this week, so and enjoy and, and, a bunch of scenes you've seen already.
0: <laughs> I I should say like I've I've already said this before, but uh I like these two characters. I liked the idea of the show. I was never down and out on the show until the first trailer came out and it looked bad. And then the second trailer came out and I'm like, well, maybe this will look better. And it didn't. And so, you know, as you said, usually the people behind trailers, like, can can polish any turd. Yeah. The trailers for both Last Jedi and Rise of the Skywalker are great and look like good movies. <laughs> um, So if you're not able to, like, what does that say?
1: The the only thing that might save it is, I mean, we know that like Marvel likes to play games. Maybe they are only releasing select footage mm-hmm. because there's, like, some big thing that they can't show us because it's, like, a huge, right. like, story, theme-changing uh, revelation. Kind of like like, you know, Fight Club. You can't talk about the end of Fight Club because it ruins the whole movie Fight Club. Yeah. Well, and
0: to me, though, just by going by what I can tell about the performances and the writing and what seems to be the structure of the story, this looks like some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. shit to me.
1: Yeah. A yep. lot.
0: <laughs> and Baron Zemo has a line uh, in in <laughs> the trailer where he's like, superheroes must not be allowed to exist. And it's like, okay, are we just calling them superheroes unironically now in the context of the story? Do you not think that that's, like, a little goofy-sounding? Like, I know here we are, like, men in our 30s discussing Marvel shit, but even I, that's, like, even that's, like, a bit too far for me. <laughs> you know. In in the Avengers Assembled cartoon, I'm sure they refer to themselves and one another as superheroes, but, like, aren't we going for at least, like, some level of, of like, uh, absurd realism?
1: Right. <laughs> so what if in episode one... They kill off Baron Zemo.
0: Right. He's in the middle of saying that superheroes shouldn't exist line. And, and then the he real dies. The villain's like, what a stupid thing to say. Bam, blah,
1: blah, blah. Whacked in the head with a shield. And then like the rest of the show is just a totally different show.
0: <laughs> could be. Could be. Okay. Well, that's something. Uh, another thing we can talk about next week is, uh, you know, uh, a demo. <laughs> the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe we can make our predictions for what's going to happen in that.
1: Cool. I'm I hope
0: that they are gonna introduce the the multiverse in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can <Could> you imagine. <laughs> uh...